I have been reading from the book of Nehemiah. I've been reading Nehemiah today where uh, Nehemiah was building the walls. He had just completed the walls and the gates he had not set up yet. And he had to encounter uh, the likings of Senballat, Geshem, uh, and those who were seeking to stop him from completing the project. You wouldn't remember in that particular passage of scripture where they basically said, let's see if we can get him to stop and come talk to us. I saw something in that today that I have never seen before. I have preached that message so many times. I've taught from that passage of scripture, but I never saw the fact that Nehemiah said that they wanted to do him mischief. And the more I looked at that today and the more I read that today, the more it began to sink in with me that the whole point of stopping Nehemiah from working was to assassinate him. Whether that was a physical assassination, whether it was a, a character assassination, as of course, as we continue to read, we see that's what takes place. But the fact of the matter is they say to him, come, Let's meet in one of the villages of Ono. Let's sit down. Let's talk. And Nehemiah says, not once, not twice, but four times, according to the passage of scripture, he says to them, I'm doing a good work and I cannot come down. Why should the work cease? Why should the work stop while I leave it and come talk to you? Tonight, I've just come to just send a quick word of encouragement based on that passage of scripture. Tonight, I want to encourage not just preachers, but I want to encourage the body of Christ to just simply do this for me. I just want to encourage you to push, press and persevere. Now, I told you all in the outset, Pastor Mion, I told you that I could not take credit for this. This was something that was given to Pastor Mian Davis, who serves a great group of God's people in Ponce, Puerto Rico. And of course, in our time of discussion and our time of talking, the Lord began to reveal this to him and began to speak to him. And he was kind enough to share it with us. And tonight, I want to pay it forward and just share it with you. That no matter what you are facing, no matter what you're going through, no matter what you are encountering, you must continue to push, to press, to persevere. Now, when you think about that, and in a recent uh, conversation that we had with Pastor Mian, he and I, we were talking about this and understanding that when you push, that simply means that you've got something behind you that is gonna drive you forward. When you press, you actually use the strength that you have to press forward, to forge ahead. But then finally, when you persevere, you continue to use not only the push that drives you forward and not only your own strength that forges you forward, but in those moments when there is no push and there is no press, you've got to find something that allows you to just stay the course. 
So I just want to encourage us tonight in the body of Christ, in the midst of all that is happening, with all that we're dealing with, with all that we're going through, let's take a lesson from Nehemiah and let's push, let's press, and let's persevere. Let's say to ourselves that we're doing a good work. No matter what you're doing, no matter what area of of ministry you're serving, do know it's good work. If you have not heard that from anyone else, hear it tonight from me. What you are doing is good work. Anything that brings glory and honor to God is good work. Anything that magnifies God is good work. Anything that edifies the body of Christ is good work. And may I even say it, anything that horrifies and terrifies the enemy is good work. We got to continue to do the good work. So how do we continue to do the good work? Well, according to Nehemiah in this particular passage, in just these four verses, Nehemiah shows me three things that we've got to do. And I want to share them with you tonight with hopes of encouraging you to continue to push, to press, to persevere. Every preacher who is feeling like your work is not good enough. Sometimes we all face that moment where we feel like, what am I doing? Is it of any value? Is it of any help? Am I helping anybody? Am I ministering to anybody? Is, is, is my preaching relevant? Is my ministry relevant? For those who perhaps may be involved in praise and worship, am I connecting with God so that I can engage the people? Or perhaps you just have the gift of helps and you're just trying to help keep the ministry going, particularly in these tough times. You've got to be able to know that what you are doing is good work. I speak to every preacher who seems to feel discouraged or those who feel that they are dejected or feel like ministry is a waste of time. Those who have gotten caught up in the trap of comparison and because you've gotten caught up in the trap of comparison and an attempt to compare yourself to what someone else is doing. You're feeling like, well, maybe what I'm doing is not so effective because I see what somebody else is doing and they are doing so much more and they are reaching so many more. You've got to understand that the reality of it all is knowing that there's a gift in each one of us. And because there is a gift in each one of us, if you activate the gift that is in you, If you will work the gift that is in you, you as well can be like Nehemiah when the Sanballats and the Geshems come against you, attempting to assassinate your character and stop your progress. You have the strength that you need to be able to declare just like Nehemiah, the work cannot cease while I leave it to come down to talk to you. I'm doing a good work and I cannot come down. So there are three things I just want to tell you tonight as a source of encouragement. Number one, make sure that you are always pushing by overlooking unjustified abuse. You push 
by overlooking unjustified abuse. Now, now look at it now for what it's worth. Let's think about Nehemiah here for a moment. Because when we think about Nehemiah, Nehemiah was a cupbearer to King Artaxerxes who had heard word of what was going on in the region. He asked for permission to leave, to go and see what he could do to assist in the rebuilding process. In every area of ministry, I hope we understand that our primary function is rebuilding. Whether it's preaching, teaching, singing, ministry of helps, missions, whatever it is, our primary function is to rebuild. We are rebuilding hearts where we are rebuilding spirits. Perhaps we are rebuilding lives. We're perhaps rebuilding marriages, but whatever it is, it's a ministry of rebuilding. And in your process of rebuilding, you've got to always be mindful. And I say this tonight, particularly to young preachers, always be mindful that there is going to be one or more that is not going to approve of what you're doing. There are some that will sit on the sideline looking for an area to find fault in. And that's not always with ministry. That can be with life. That can be with career. That, that can just be with you trying to be happy. People are looking for a reason, but you don't let that stop you from doing what you are supposed to do. If you think about it, think about it. Even, even with Nehemiah, think about it because Nehemiah said that they approached him in the plane of, oh no, they saw that the work was, was progressing. They saw that the work was moving forward. They saw that the walls had been built. They saw that he was just about finished with the project. They saw him making progress. And may I be so bold to tell you that when you begin to make progress, there's always gonna be somebody who does not approve. And because they does not approve, they do not approve, what they end up doing is they seek to attack. They seek to come after you. They seek to criticize. They seek to pull you down. And I want to encourage us tonight to always remember you don't have to pay any attention to that. Don't give fuel to your opposition's fire. May I say that again? Because sometimes we give too much attention to our haters. We give too much attention to what people say about us. We give too much attention to what people are thinking about us. And you have no idea of what they're thinking unless they tell you. You got to learn how to stay focused on your assignment which is the next thing that I saw even with Nehemiah. That's the next thing. Not only must you be able to push by overlooking the unjustified abuse, he ignored Sanballat. They came at him four times and he said, you know what? I don't have time for it. May I tell you this? If you're going to be a visionary thinker, if you're going to move in vision, if you're going to build ministry, there are some things you will not have time for. There are some places you will not have time for. 
There are some conversations you don't even need to get involved with. May I say this tonight with hopes of helping some young preacher understand you don't have to post everything on social media. Some things you've got to learn how to keep it to yourself. I had a young preacher share with me and I love the way he said this to me and, I, and I'm going to share it with you. He said that when Jesus, uh, when Mary rather was pregnant with Jesus, she did not go running telling everybody. Look at the Bible. The Bible said she only went to one individual and that was Elizabeth. She did not go running telling everybody. The Bible says she pondered it in, your, in her heart. Young preachers, please hear me. There are some things that God is showing you and God is setting up for you and God is preparing for you that you've got to ponder in your heart because sometimes the unjustified abuse comes from what we produce and what we put out there. Sometimes we can tell too much, too quickly, too fast. And what ends up happening is the sand ballots of your life in the midst of you building, the sand ballots of your life are looking for a moment to attack. Ponder it in your heart. You push by overlooking the unjustified abuse. Secondly, you press by staying focused on the assignment. Now, one of the things that I love about ministry, and, and believe it or not, this is true. One of the things I love about ministry is there is always something to do. Remember what Jesus said? I must work the works of him who sent me while it is day because night is coming when no man can work. I live with the understanding and I'm operating with the awareness that there is always something to do. And whatever your assignment is, you stay focused on that assignment. Don't allow distractions to come in and pull you away from what you should be doing. You've got to stay focused on your assignment. Whatever you have been called to do, stay focused on that. Stay focused on it. One of the things that I love about this passage, and I don't know if you've paid any attention to it, did you not notice that even Nehemiah did not allow what Sanballat was saying and how Sanballat was treating him? stop him from the assignment that he came to do in the first place. His assignment was to rebuild the wall. Now, I gotta show you something that always catches my attention when, 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 I, when I read this story of Nehemiah. Have you ever noticed in the story of Nehemiah, in his process of fulfilling his assignment, he was attacked on so many different areas and they came for him in so many different ways, but he didn't let it stop him. Let me tell a young preacher, don't you let anybody stop you from doing what God has called and commissioned you to do. Fellow pastors, the vision that God has given you, walk in that vision, work the vision, 
continue to push in that vision. Everybody's not going to agree with it. Everybody's not going to like it. As a matter of fact, there are going to be some that will be looking for an opportunity to kill it. You keep going. Young preacher, young preacher, everybody's not going to like your preaching style. Everybody is going, everybody is not going to like how you deliver the word. You keep going. Some folks are going to find fault with you, particularly if you are young in age. They will try to say you're not qualified. You're not good enough. Keep going. Keep going. Stay focused on the assignment. What was Nehemiah's assignment? Nehemiah's assignment was simply to build the walls, to rebuild the walls. I'm going to rebuild them. I got to show you something else as I'm wrapping up tonight. Did you all not notice that they really put the heat of attack on Nehemiah? Look at this. When he was just about finished. According to Nehemiah 6, verse 1, Nehemiah said, when they saw. In other words, what they thought was not going to happen has now begun to happen. And because it has begun to happen, I got to find a way to stop it. May I speak to somebody who lives in promise and has potential? Don't you let anybody kill your promise or your potential. He was just about done. Nehemiah said the only thing left to do was to install the gates. And you got to catch this revelation because in installing the gates, once the gates were installed, all the opposition had no access. Did y'all catch it? Just as you finish and you complete the assignment, they've got to stop you before you finish it because once you finish it, they have no access. That's why you got to keep pressing. That's why you got to keep going. You don't let folks stop you and you are just about done. That's why I've encouraged those, those pastors, those preachers who are in school and you're completing your degrees and you're working on it. You ever notice the weight always comes heavy just as you are about done. You gotta keep pressing. So remember, we're gonna continue to push. How do we do it? We push by overlooking the abuse. You got to ignore the sand ballots. You got to ignore the Geshems. You don't let them pull you away. You've got to press by staying focused on your assignment. Don't allow anybody to pull you and stop what God has called and commissioned you to do. Even when the vision is just on the verge of coming to pass, I don't know who this is for, but I just feel it in my spirit to tell somebody that's why you're being attacked so hard because there are some things you've been praying for, some things you've been believing God for, some things you've been trusting God for that now the enemy wants to stop you just before you step over the threshold. Keep pushing, keep pressing, but then finally persevere.
with the power of persistence. One of the things that I love about this passage is the fact that what Nehemiah said the first time, he said the fourth time, and he meant it just as much the fourth time as he did the first time. I want to say that again. He was persistent. He was persistent. It came to pass. When Sanballat and Tobiah and Geshem came to me, they heard I had built the wall. I was almost done. They asked to come meet with me. And I already knew, Nehemiah said, why they wanted to meet with me. They wanted to do me mischief. They, their thought was, if we can stop him from working and we can get him in our region, in our turf, on our territory, we can kill him and we can take him out. You better know the enemy is trying hard to distract you, to get you away from your assignment and get you into their turf so he can take you out. He said they continued to send messengers telling him the same thing four times. And it was one of those things, if I could put it this way, Nehemiah almost seems like, look, I told you the first time I'm doing a good work. I'm not coming down. I told you the second time I'm doing a good work. I'm not coming down. Here you come a third time. And I'm telling you the same thing. Four times you've come and told me. And this is the fourth time I'm telling you what I'm doing is more important than wasting time talking to y'all. And I want to encourage a young preacher tonight. I want to encourage a fellow pastor tonight to just know that if your assignment is God-given, you cannot stop. The same question that Nehemiah has for the messengers of Sanballat, Geshem, and Tobiah is the same question that I believe we have to ask ourselves and ask the oppositions that come our way. Why should the work cease? Why should it stop? It cannot. It will not. You got to keep going. So tonight, I just want to encourage you. Quick word of encouragement. Push. Press persevere in the midst of the abuse keep pushing you have an assignment so you keep pressing and stay persistent in the midst of the opposition and you can persevere that's how you do it because remember what Jesus says the race is not given to the swift nor to the strong, but it is given to the one that endures to the end. In this race, it's not about how fast or how slow you run. In this race, it's about crossing the finish line.